Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we discover that being glum and spreading dreary wearies isn't really our destiny. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) So we usually mimic someone's like mission statement in these opens. This is the cutest one we've ever done. Let's make this our new thing. Kids books. (laughs) This is incredible. (laughs) Uh, This is from a description of the pout pout fish. The pout pout fish. Can his pouts cheer him up? Will his pout ever end? Is there something he can learn from an unexpected friend? It's a book, if anyone is unfamiliar, uh, in the New York Times bestselling series. Oh, I know exactly who is getting the pout pout fish. Oh, the pout pout fish. As some kind of like, maybe like a spring solstice. Viewers like you, when we put it in the It's a Thing store. Which I am copying the affiliate link for right now. Yes. Thank you, uh, producer Rich, for for retooling the intro in such a cheerful and delightful way. I look forward to many more of these. I love it. I love it. Um, I actually brought my first thing, uh, which I found at the grocery store. Spray candy. What? It says it right on right on the front. Oh spray God, candy. Spray. There are different candy. flavors. This one is icy flavor, like the icy drink Classic. that you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I went with this. I can't remember what the other flavors were. There were different kind of beverage themed uh, candies. But yeah, you uh, you take the top off. It's got a little pump. And then you spray candy into your mouth. Whoa. <laughs> it's just oh, like... By the way... Sugar this water, where, basically. This is where we should tell people that uh, we have started recording video for social <laughs> posting reasons, so I can actually see Tom doing what appears to be like a breath mint spray. Like it's like chloroseptic. Yeah, exactly. Make out with somebody in the 80s club, but in fact, it's candy. But instead, it's blue raspberry flavored sugar water. I had no idea that this existed. I'm delighted to know. Yeah. Not to buy it or anything, but I le- I'm glad to know. This isn't a thing in the sense of like everyone's doing it. It's a thing in the sense of, I didn't know that was a thing. Right. Holy crap, this exists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> so I had I had to take one for the team and buy some spray candy. I will say, it lasts a long time. Like, there's a lot in here. So Yeah, I bet. And you're not going to consume that And much yeah, you're not, it's not spray. giving you a torrent of spray. It's just a little spritz. Honestly, it's kind of better than candy because when you have that little like, oh, I want a little sour candy thing, spritz, spritz, that's not that much. Right. I'm loving this as like a pseudo diet thing like they used to. <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like Nicorette for candy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> spritz, spritz, and then you're fine. A yeah. moment on the lips, the, the, lifetime on the hip. My st- sweet tooth fix is all done. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Spray candy. Spray candy. I love it. It yeah. exists. 
Uh, amazing. Okay. Well, um, I would like you to know that I have had this item in the bullpen for a mm-hmm. while okay. because of not being totally sure if it was a thing, but having seen it several times on really cool looking women. And that thing is matching sweater sets. So like, on pairs of women? Nope. Oh, okay. Just like a, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, like a sweater and a skirt that are the exact same oh, material. Got it. Got it. Got like it. a yeah, track yeah. suit or mm-hmm. something, but, but cute sweater material. And I had it in the bullpen and I said, uh, matching sweater sets and I want one is how I had put it. Into That's my not what it says now. And then now it says update. I ordered one. <laughs> <laughs> what kind and of matching sweater set did you get? The act of ordering it is what cemented it as a thing yeah. because the reason I ordered it is that my kid was getting his haircut and I was sitting in the haircut place reading the news, AKA mm-hmm. us weekly magazine. Mm-hmm. And there was uh, some model who, or some actress who I don't recognize because I'm too old for us weekly now, mm. but she was wearing this beautiful matching sweater set and a big camel colored coat over the top. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, here's where you can buy the knockoff version of this outfit. That's genius. <laughs> and oh yeah, that's what they do on us weekly. And I did. Uh-huh. Camel coat I, too? Uh I didn't order the camel coat, but I okay. might have to at some point. Um I got the cream rib knit turtleneck top and maxi skirt set. Nice. Which is where I should say that most of the time these um these sweater sets it are a skirt. It's just like a cute cute sweater top and a cute sweater skirt and they match. Mm-hmm. And all the women I've seen wearing it have looked so great that I, and actually I went, I went up to, I was at the airport and there was a woman wearing one. And I was like, it's so freaking cute. And I totally want to ask her where she got it. And I'm texting this to a girlfriend. And then my friend was like, well, go, just go ask her. And I was yeah. like, yeah, good idea. So I go over and I ask her and she speaks no English. Oh no. What language do you know? Do you even Chinese. know? Oh yeah. Chinese. That's a tough one. And, tough, yeah, one. So, <laughs> tough one to learn right on, right on the spot. Yeah. You can't really No, Yeah. If it was like French or Spanish, or Spanish yeah, yeah, exactly. through, you know, yeah. but no, she was Chinese and she looked like I was about to attack her. And like, she just was like, what do you want? And I was like, and then finally I made your clothes move, like an up and down. Like I was like, that looks cute. And like a thumbs up. Oh God. Uh, I felt like just an absolute idiot. So then I was like, I'm guessing she got it in China. <sighs> or but she then and- I found it. <laughs> thanks to, thanks to, and then Rich reports that she and actually has a category for them. Well, of course that's where she got it. Cause they're a thing. Very, very cool. That skirt is nice too. Like, it's so that's cute. a dress. I know. It's a, like it's a dressy look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really good. All right. Love it. Uh, well, I'm glad you took one for the team. Yeah. You know, I mean, I it's a write-off, I hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think so now that we've <laughs> talked now. about it. Yeah. It's officially a work outfit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yes, when you see them around, know that you can get them anywhere. You don't necessarily need to embarrass yourself by asking. And, uh, yes, they are a thing. And to further cement the write-off of it uh we need a follow-up of your first outing with it oh my god totally yeah totally how's it go creator style this or that or whatever totally yeah 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 Mm -hmm. uh what is it um when you're like today's outfit what's the outfit of the day outfit of the day otd yeah that's funny i've been thinking of doing a rent the runway outfit of the day posting Mm. because you know i'm such a big and i i think they should sponsor the show hello hello hi that's my that's my bait God, who am I? I'm a freaking creator up in here. Let's influence this. Let's influence this. That's a thing. <laughs> Is that how you? That's how you do it, right? 
<laughs> You're an influencer. Something like that. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure I got that down. Uh, my next thing is cursive writing making a comeback. California really just passed a bill requiring instruction in cursive writing. And before you say, oh, wow. So California, it is the 22nd state to require cursive handwriting in schools and the 14th to enact an instruction bill since 2014. What? Wow. <laughs> so wait, it's like a thing thing. So this is like <laughs> a thing. Uh, the, the, it's a combination of, I think the olds panicking that kids don't write, you know, mm-hmm. like if you ask them to write something down with their, they're like, I, I know how to type on my phone, yeah. you yeah. know, but, and like at best can only print. Uh, and, and this part, I can't tell if it's, uh, the olds justifying their feelings, uh, <laughs> or it, it could, it seems like it has some, some basis to it. Uh, there are cognitive benefits to cursive writing that have been found in several educational studies that, you know, it, it, it improves your cognitive abilities and fine motor skills and such and such and such. Interesting. I totally believe it. Have you been following at all the conversations about how we have not taught kids to read? Mm. We've taught them to memorize phonemes. Okay. And therefore not think about reading. Mm. Like we've taught them some kind of memorization that isn't the same as pattern recognition. And there is increasingly this conversation about whether that's correlated with their inability to do critical thinking. Hmm. Which makes me wonder if the writing thing isn't somehow related. I mean, think about, I don't know if this is the case for you, but for me, it's totally the case that if I physically write something down, mm-hmm. I remember it. Oh, yeah, better definitely. They, and that's been shown in studies like yeah. like that you will re- the act of writing it down uh, makes it easier to re- recall. Yeah. Fascinating. So and printing kind of uses different pathways than cursive is another thing that they've they found. Ooh. So there's different neural pathways being being exercised when you do cursive. I don't know that some of that is like, sure, but you could also exercise those pathways with other things. We're just doing cursive because we know it. Um, and I'm not even saying that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it, but it yeah. may not be there's anything inherently great about cursive. It's just, oh, that's the thing we know activates those pathways because it does feel a little bit like it's it's saying uh, you really need to learn Latin, which is what they used to say <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's it's not everyday practical, but it'll have all of these benefits. And it's like, yeah, I don't see anybody teaching Latin anymore, but I don't know. Maybe they were maybe they were right. Maybe that's a maybe problem. They were. Maybe we I should know. be teaching Latin. It's hard. I mean, of all the moral panics, I will take cursive. Yeah. You know, this seems pretty Over, harmless. It seems pretty harmless. Like, I mean, I don't have to learn it. I already learned it. So maybe that makes it easy for me to say. <laughs> but, right, but yeah, exactly. easy for us to. Well, <laughs> considering considering what we're now starting to discover about critical thinking skills and things like that in mm-hmm. kids like you know what sure try the cursive thing yeah i'm cool hurt. with that and it, it does seem to be kind of across the board you know 22 states that's almost half of the of the 50 so fascinating yeah. considering all the other things that we're okay with them having and doing but you know that's a different show different show <laughs> different show um this is kind of a funny one and shout out to my friend christine for pointing it out we actually had briefly talked about even trying to go on a little field trip and record instances of it. But apparently the new 
Once she said it, I was like, oh my God, you're absolutely right. This is everywhere. Whenever you go into a store now, someone says, welcome in. Oh, instead of just welcome. Yeah. Or, or, or hi, how are you? Or thank you for coming. Or yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming. How can I help you? Whatever. Right. Welcome in. Welcome and in. This, this Right. Exactly. It's this yeah. kind of peculiar construction that I think is what made it stand out to her. Huh. And then I started thinking, oh, my God, you're totally right. Like they do it in the Adidas store, Sephora. They always say – because they used to say welcome and now they say welcome in. And it's just a totally random evolution of language. And then I – when I looked it up, then sure enough, there was all kinds of stuff. Like it's existed a long time. Uh, according to grammarhow.com, which has a whole article on whether it is in fact correct to say welcome in, presumably because everyone's freaking saying it now. Um, welcome in is a phrase that has existed since 1847 when it appeared in Asenath Nicholson's book, Ireland's Welcome to the Stranger. Yeah. It strikes me as archaic. It feels like when you yep. first, when I first saw this in the rundown, I thought I pictured like a woodcut and a portly gentleman, you know, with a top hat, like saying, yeah. welcome in. Like it, it felt old fashioned that way. Totally. And then this article goes on to say the phrase likely grew popular as a means of greeting customers as welcome in not only greets them, but also directs them in to the store. Mm, sure. Though, mm-hmm. according to Grammar Howe, while that seems likely, it has to be acknowledged as conjecture. Sure. But uh, and what made it come back? It's what happens at source. Seems like it's making a comeback, too. I wonder if it's just the kind of evolving nature of retail. Like, they're so happy to have you now. They're trying to make retail more welcoming because yeah. people don't go. And so we want to, we so want to say even more words. Welcome doesn't yeah. seem like enough on its own. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. And yeah. maybe it's welcome been... In. Maybe it's one of those things that's been happening in stores forever. There's but we just started noticing it because yeah, that could stores. be yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's also a thing that I've noticed we do as humans where we can't remember which phrase, so we combine them. So come in mm-hmm. is the last part of welcome in. So if your brain can't decide, should I say welcome or come in? You just say welcome just in. Say, welcome in, yeah. There's an article about it in usdictionary.com, which was updated on June 10th, 2023. It just seems to have sort of spread around retail Hmm. as a really specific way to welcome people to stores. I don't, I mean, this is like, this is sometimes it's a thing is just a random romp. Uh huh. This is a great one. I'm going to start keeping my ears out for it. But I kind of love it. Icor points out it sounds like Wilkoman. Oh, it does sound like Vilkoman. <gasps> Good one. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, and then uh, speaking there. of speech things, we have a, a check back. Okay. Yeah. Let's a, cir- a circle back. Thing back. If you a thing back. There we go. Which is uh obviously I was I was gone, but thank goodness the crack team was on it. Tom and Rich talked about that. <laughs> The Roman Empire thing. I started laughing because I busted Tom spraying candy into his gob. Sorry, just need a little, little spray candy. Spray. Little pick me up. Carry on. Just, no, nothing addictive about that behavior at all. <laughs> <laughs> spritz, spritz. Um, <laughs> so you talked about the Roman Empire thing. Right. And what has come out of that is that it became so commonplace that now it has become a thing to just say – 
this is my Roman Empire. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. About anything that you're super into. Yeah. I can't stop watching these videos of corgis doing – corgi puppies doing yoga. This is my new Roman Empire. That's great. I feel more comfortable saying that than talking about the original, like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire sort of thing? Right. Because that was weird and it's super gendered and it's got all these sort of strange elements to it or whatever. But it's just really funny to be like, this is my Roman Empire. And if you have heard it recently, that's why. And it separates you. Like, you may have the Roman Empire thing. This is my Roman Empire. Mm -hmm. I like it. Uh, Eric has been a fan since Buzz Out Loud. Hey, Eric. Eric says, you guys, you are totally on top of everything. With the holidays and family in town, I fell way behind on the show. Over New Year's, a close friend introduced my family to New York Times Connections, and it has since infiltrated our daily group text of Wordle scores. Yesterday at work, about a dozen of us elder millennials were discussing our excitement that Creed was coming to town later this year. And this week on Instagram, I saw somebody create a turkey from sourdough bread. (laughs) Then, yesterday... I listened to the two It's a Thing episodes from either side of Thanksgiving, and you discussed Connections, Creed, and Rich joked about turning leftovers back into Turkey. It's like you can see the future. You guys are on it. Keep up the great thing spotting. Oh, my gosh. I thought this was going to be a Bader-Meinhof email. I didn't know it was like in reverse order. Before. Yeah, before hearing it on the show. Oh, I'm so happy. That's so cool, right? Yeah. This is incredible. That's the definition of nailing it. That's wonderful. Thank you. I feel so validated. <laughs> yes. I feel like our work here really matters. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Uh, Greg wrote in on New Drivers. Hi, Molly, Tom, Rich. Another thought. Could this be new immigrants who moved to the U.S. who are used to other driving rules? This is in regard to the new driver stickers. New mm. driver or new driver. I live near Washington, D.C., and I see these stickers all over the place. Just another thought. Could be. Could, Could absolutely be. be. Certainly in that area it might be. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. Fascinating. I, don't, oh. I mean, I honestly, it's good kind theory. of a good sticker to exist. Like, slap that on everything. <laughs> but then it won't mean anything. Good point. Yeah. Well, baby on board doesn't mean anything. Either. I know. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> RJ wrote in on an IATSNL bit. Hi, guys. I don't know if you've seen Saturday Night Live sketch on Stanley Cups. I first heard about a run on the red cups at Starbucks, but didn't know it was a thing until you guys talked about it. I remember the solid aluminum Stanley thermos that construction workers carried. Who knew these would morph into an overpriced cup thing? Now that Saturday Night Live has covered the cup thing, does that mean it peaked? I mean, I hope so, because (laughs) one... So many people sent me that cup that I was like, I didn't, in- or that, that, that I was thing. like, I didn't yeah. invent the cup. Yeah. Same here. I'm like I don't sell the cup. I am not sponsored by the cup. <laughs> I don't even I own a cup. cup. Oh, well, we got, we I know like you do. Four. Yeah. I mean, I have it right in front of me. I'm that girl. <laughs> I'm drinking no out of the cup right now. Out of the cup right now. You can hear me go. You do, a, you do a little Stanley cup sip and I'll, I'll do a little spray. A little spritz spritz. <laughs> he can stop anytime he wants, ladies That's, and gentlemen. It's not addictive. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's ever had a problem with sugar before no and it lasts forever <laughs> sorry anyway yes I, it won't at that rate but okay <laughs> um i pray that it speaks and we can just have our cups in peace because yeah. it's gotten it's gone a little too far peter from just outside of toronto wrote in on bumba clot and bluey good day rich and also molly and tom oh. I just listened to thing. It's a thing. Episode three hundred one. And when I heard "Bumba Clot," I was instantly taken back to the mid nineteen nineties when I worked in a restaurant with a lot of Jamaican cooks. It is definitely Jamaican slang. 
For Bluey, you don't need kids to watch it. My college-age kids watched it first as a chill, relaxing show. But after hearing about it from them, college-age kids, my wife and I are slowly working our way through the whole series, and it is just wonderful. Oh my that's, goodness! That's very and totally true. You don't you don't have to have the kids to watch the Bluey and enjoy it. That's a that's a very good point. Kind of just the fact that you heard about it from your college age kids is incredible. College age kids wanting to chill and relax and watch a kids program. Delightful. What else were they doing? Mm-hmm. Great point. Okay, so Bluey is a stoner show. <laughs> Just, just just asking questions, Molly. Just asking just have, questions. Just have a couple little spritz spritzes yeah. and then watch that to come. Let me, uh, like before a, we get to our next thing. It's like an up or down or something. Real quick. Mm, delicious. <laughs> I'm uh, sleeping out of my Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, patron Chris sent in a voicemail on a thing intersection. Take it away, Chris. Hey, Molly and Tom. This is Chris in Vancouver. Just thought I'd let you know that on episode 301, you had a bit of a thing intersection happen. Um, between Edison Motors, who are based up here in BC, and the new and learning driver stickers. Um, those, I'm pretty sure, originated up here. Um, they became the law about 15-ish years ago or so, and they still are now. Uh, when your young driver gets their uh, learner's permit, uh, they also get an L, a nice magnetic one that you have to stick on the trunk. And when they get their uh, full driver's license, they get an N, and they have to have that on for the first couple of years uh, until they prove themselves as a uh, safe driver. So uh, when you come up to uh, interview Edison Motors, hopefully, for that other show, uh, you should stop in at an ICBC and see if uh, they'll give you a couple of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you definitely need an N and an, an L. Also, the idea of student drivers having to drive around with an L on their car. just That's not, I know. That's, that's not brutal. cool. That's <laughs> Come on, British brutal. Columbia. I know that, that Canada is generally an unironic culture, but that's pretty, pretty rough. That's pretty rough. <laughs> What's next? A big scarlet A? <laughs> I mean, no, but that's great. Chris, all jokes aside, thank you. Amazing. Thank you for uh, sending us in. That's really interesting. I had no idea. I love it. And by the way, keep the voicemails coming. What a freaking delight. You could just email us the audio file yeah. to feedback at it's a thing.me. You don't even have it's to call it. It's never been anymore. easier. Never been easier. It's incredible. Um, thank you to those of us, those of you who have emailed us, feedback at it's a thing.me. Thank you to those of you who support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash it's a thing especially if you support us at the shout out level so that we can give you your flowers in the most over the top fashion possible. This week's shout outs are based on the lamb goat review of the album isolation songs by the metal band ghost brigade, which by the way, got an eight out of 10. <laughs> that's not bad. Is that bad? No, you no, know, I great. say that's not bad, but then I know some sites were like, Ooh, an eight. That's just like barely. Okay. <laughs> you know, you at know. my at my last job, my co-host used to there was he did have a fun edit to that game. He'd be like one out of ten, no eights. Mm. Like eights are not allowed because yeah. eights are a cop out. Yeah. So lamb goat is stingy, eight. according to Rich. So eight must be really oh. good. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Okay. Well, then, good. No, Jake Woods isn't the title of the latest sci-fi or channel original. He's a melodic, doomy band from Benjamin Forrest. Baylor Trucks must be the most depressing country on earth. 
You'd think that with all of the crestfallen, sludge-compacted James C. Smith that are comprised of Gabrielle Cohen, it would be difficult for any up-and-comers to sound like Lee Price. But Eric Duncan does just that, despite unfair, if not well-founded, Kevin Sill comparisons. I hear more of A.B. Puppy and Joe Hood than I do Brian John Farcaro. Granted, vocalist A.J. Venturella's clean vocals do mirror those of Louis St. Amour, but only slightly. The ratio of growling to Lara Abel is just right. The Mike Akins is reasonably catchy. I love a despondent Morris Jones with cursive lottery production. What? Cursive? Cursive! <laughs> Not that cursive, but still. Interesting. But still. Weird. <laughs> Amazing. It's a thing, thing, and a thing. Thing on top uh, of the thing. Thank you again, everyone, for thank all you. of the support for keeping the show on the air for yet another year. You, too, can become a member of It's a Thing and get access to our Discord, where you can chat along live with your fellow patrons while we record the show week after week. And you get an ad-free RSS feed, patreon.com slash it's a thing. You can also support the show uh, by buying some some sweater pairs or uh, that children's book that we kicked off the show with or anything else at it's a thing dot me slash shop and keep those things coming by email feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye bye. Don't need no fast side. I see the truth.